May it be a good morning, a good day for Klal Yisrael. We should hear Yeshua's v'nachamas. Everyone's invited to have a coffee, a donut, make a bracha in honor of our precious soldiers in memory of those who have given their lives. We continue Mesilas Shisharim Perek Chav Dal. We're on chapter 24. The great Ramchal has been helping us chart our course towards a better and better version of ourselves. How to live with mindfulness and watchfulness and consciousness and caution. How to live with alacrity and zeal. How to rid ourselves and purge those qualities, those temptations, that Yitzhahara that derails us, that sabotages our success. He's been marching us through the Midos of Rav Pinchas ben Yair, this formula to living our best lives. And we're on Perech of Dalad. We're up to the Perech that deals with Yiras Chait, how to live not only with the Gishmak to be a Yid, not only the joy and the fun and the energy of being a Jew, but also the Yir, a healthy dose of fear, a healthy dose of Yir Shemaim. Not to live with, as we saw, Rafutner, a koach ha'hilul, but to not a koach ha'hilul, not to say everything is eh, but to live with awe, a koach ha'hilul, to be, feel a sense of wow, the awesomeness, yiras aromimus, the greatness, the awesomeness of the ribona shalom. How incredible, how awesome he is. And last time we spoke about yiras chait, the idea that chait, the notion of consequences and accountability, Hashem doesn't only give us suggestions, but he has expectations. And there is consequences if we don't meet them. And all of those expectations are for our own good. The whole system of Torah, the platform of living a halachic life, is to live our best lives. It's for us, not for Him. Yet, if we don't do it, there are consequences. And He wants us to believe, to understand, to have faith not only in Him, but to have faith in the institution of chait, the idea that we are accountable. Ukvar Matsanu, the Ramchal continues. Shamalachim agedolam v'haramim, we find that the great transcendent angels, Charedim v'roashim tamim ibnei geos Hashem. What does that mean? The Charedim all wear a velvet yarmulke. There's no kippah surga in uh, the angels in heaven. The word Charedi is used in Tanakh. It's used by Chazal. It never meant a hashkafa, a political association, a perspective on life. Charedi means to tremble. The origin of the word Charedi, we're all Charedim. It could be a Tzioni, wear a kippah surga, we're all meant to be charit. We're all supposed to tremble and feel a sense of awe, the awesomeness, the greatness of the Almighty. This is His world. We serve at His pleasure. We are His guests. We are meant to be here on a mission for Him. There's consequences for what we do. So not only are all human beings, whatever their hashkafa of life, wherever they send their children, however they observe or don't observe Yom Atzmut, we're all charedim, like the angels, like the malachim. V'roashim tamib negeos Hashem and shudder constantly before the awesomeness of Hashem. He's amazing. He's all-powerful. He is eternal. When one stops and pauses and considers, if you understand how many galaxies there are, trillions of stars there are, and all the worlds and all the galaxies and all the trillions of stars are all Hashem. He created, He controls, and He's in charge of absolutely everything. He's awesome, and we should feel awe. And if the angels... The angels who are perfect and infallible, the angels who are simply extensions of Hashem Himself, and they are charedim Hashem. they tremble and they fear Him, so all the more so we should. The Gemara wonders, from where does the heavenly river of fire originate? From the sweat of the holy creatures of the angels, who serve Hashem. The angels are schwitzing. The angels, who have nothing to fear. They don't make mistakes. They're not fallible. 
the angels who are perfect, but they're schwitzing when they think about how great Hashem is. So we, who are finite, mere mortals, fallible, we, who are human beings who barely understand or comprehend anything, we, human beings who make mistakes and will have to pay for them, we shouldn't fear. The angels tremble in fear because maybe in some way they will detract, even in a small way, from the honor of the sanctity that's due Hashem. So we, who might chalila make a chil Hashem, we, who could disappoint Hashem, we, who could misstep, we shouldn't feel, we shouldn't tremble. Don Siegel, the great mashkiach, in his commentary, Mr. Hashem points out, you know, if, if you admire someone for being incredibly strong, strong and powerful, Let's say there's someone in the community. I won't give a name. I don't want to embarrass anyone. You know they've got an arsenal of weapons in their home. They train. They're armed. They're fearless. They walk around bravely. They're always the one that you'll hide behind. They're, they're the, if you see them scared of someone, you're scared. Kozman, as long as they say, yeah, we got this. I'll protect you. I'm good. I'm armed to the hilt. I'll come. We're good. You feel good. But if you were to see somebody who you feared, who you were confident was strong, and you see a chink in their armor, a crack, you see they're scared, Alan Berger tells you he's worried, then you should, then you should worry. So the malachim, the malachim, who are so powerful and perfect, and they're simply trembling and shuddering in front of Hashem, so all the more so when we contemplate and consider that, we should be filled. Whenever Hashem reveals Himself anywhere, there's a tremor and a shudder and a quiver. There's an, a spiritual earthquake when Hashem reveals Himself. Just having contact with His awesomeness. Pasuk says, The earth shuddered, even the heaven dripped before Hashem. Yeshaya Novi says, Lu karata shamaim yaradta. If only you would have rent the heavens asunder and descended, the mountains flowed before you. Think about the world. See a sunrise, see a sunset. Think about the galaxies. Think about weapons and arsenal. Think about horrific, heinous, evil barbarians who could perpetrate such an atrocity, such a crime, and the fear that people live with. We'll talk about in the Amunashir this morning in just a few minutes. The mimer of the Pnei Menachem during the Persian Gulf War. We'll learn that whole mimer that not only do we face the enemy, but the other enemy we face is the fear of the enemy. There's the enemy, and then there's the terror, the anxiety, the anxiousness, the fear that grips the whole nation. And there's two enemies and two fronts that we fight on. And one we all have to battle, wherever you are in the world, to live with this fear and this anxiousness and this worry and this emotional instability. So if you consider what mere mortals, enemies, barbarians can do, the person doesn't recoil and think, wow, Hashem, this is your world and you are all powerful in what you can do. And therefore, if I disappoint you, if I fail you, if I don't meet your expectations of me, if I don't fulfill my purpose and my mission of why I'm here, wow, the consequences. Yiras hachet. Yiras says, did you see that sunrise? Wow, isn't Hashem amazing? Come, grab your guitar. Let's have a fabrengen. Let's have a kumzitz. Let's sing it's geschmack to be a yid. That's Yiras He's amazing. Yiras is, and wow, 
So when I mess up, when I'm selfish, self-centered, when I give in to my taiva, my yetzahara, when I don't meet his expectations, I live a self-centered life instead of a selfless, mission-driven life, and I disappoint him, wow, the consequences I'm going to face, I should tremble, I should shudder, I should fear. You ever, you ever speak to somebody who has to appear before a judge who's waiting for a verdict? You ever talk to someone who's waiting for the lab reports of a biopsy? They're shuddering in fear, tremble. They're paralyzed. A person shouldn't live a whole life in paralysis. We have to live. But if we think about Yiras HaChet Hashem, that will motivate, that will drive, that will elevate us. He quotes many psukim the Ramchal. Another pasuk from Eov. Eov says, even over this will, my heart tremble and dislodge the tremor of his voice making itself heard. The true fear should always be found on the face of a person. It should never live him. There's one fear. Rav Soloveitchik, I don't remember if we said this. Rav Soloveitchik was approached by a psychologist, a psychiatrist in Boston, in his community, who said, He says, I spend my whole career trying to rid people of their fears. And then you get together on the high holidays, Yom and Noraim, and you say, give us fear, make us afraid, make us afraid, give us fear. People pay a lot of money to a lot of therapists, to belong to a lot of groups, to take a lot of medicine to get rid of fear. So the Rav said, you don't understand. There's one fear that eliminates all other fears. And that is the fear of Hashem. If you can live with a healthy awe and fear and relationship with Hashem, not a fear that debilitates and paralyzes, but a fear that elevates and enriches. If we can replace, if we can live with a healthy fear of Hashem, it eliminates all other fears. Fear of heights and fear of flying and fear of speaking and fear of public crowds and fear of Hamas and fear of anti-Semites. If you can replace it and channel it with a fear of Hashem, it's the one fear that eliminates all other fears. That's the fear that should be on our face, with a smile. It's not a fear that makes you sad and fabisana and worried. It's a fear that makes you smile because you know that He's the one I worry about, but he's also my father and he's on my side. So it's a fear that also can put a smile on my face and overcomes all other fears. Continue with Living with Amuna in 15 minutes. May it be a wonderful Wednesday for Kla Yisrael.